I came up with the idea of Combody while I was in solitary. And, and my, my story gets a little bit deeper there. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's where I created the whole Combody routine, the exercises. I came up with a 90-day program there. I actually came out with a book. You know, the whole workout that we've done is all designed for small constrained spaces. Uh, so, um, you know, just like a prison cell. Welcome to the Bar Ben Podcast, where we talk to the smartest athletes, coaches, and minds from around the world of strength. I'm your host, David Thomas Tao, and this podcast is presented by barbend.com. Today, I'm talking to Koss Marte, the founder and CEO of Conbody, a prison-style fitness boot camp offering in-person and virtual classes based out of New York City. Koss developed the idea of Conbody based on his own experiences in prison, where he turned to fitness after becoming overweight and at a high risk for cardiac problems. Since founding Conbody, Koss has hired over 40 formerly incarcerated individuals as trainers, and he's also become an advocate for prison reform and former inmates looking to build new lives. We talk about Koss's inspiration for Conbody while in solitary confinement and what to expect from their high intensity workouts, along with much, much more. I do want to take a second to give a special shout out to our episode sponsor, Transparent Labs. If you want clean, clearly labeled supplements with ingredients backed by science, Transparent Labs has you covered. Seriously, no hidden ingredients, no proprietary blends, and nothing artificial. That includes their uber popular bulk pre-workout, with ingredients we love to see for focus and energy, plus vitamin D3, boron, and zinc. All the good stuff, absolutely no fillers. Use code BARBED at checkout for an extra 10% off. Koss, thanks so much for for joining us. I've been fortunate enough to hear you speak about your journey in in fitness, which is really, in many ways, your journey in life before. But for folks who might not be familiar with Conbody and with your story as an entrepreneur and someone in the fitness community, Tell us about the circumstances in which you kind of began your own fitness and wellness journey. Yeah, so uh, just to tell you what Combody is, Combody is a prison-style boot camp where we hire people coming out of the prison system to teach fitness classes. And it was derived from my personal experience when I went into prison. I went in for running a multi-million dollar drug business, uh, was incarcerated at 23 and was sentenced to seven years in prison. My journey began when I went in the, the prison system and was told that my cholesterol levels were in danger of catching a heart attack within five years. If I didn't change the way I ate, change the way I, I exercised, because I, I, I was not exercising. So I was pretty overweight. Um, my blood pressure was extremely bad. Um, and my cholesterol levels were extremely bad. So I was placed on medication and... I didn't have the best food in prison, but I, I you know, did what I can. I, I, I stopped drinking all the, we, we call it, <laughs> this, <laughs> excuse my language, the, the sperm killing juice. That's what they used to call it in prison. Um, so I, I, stopped, I stopped drinking that. I stopped, uh, it was like, you know, fake Kool-Aid, you know what I mean? Uh, and, and then I stopped uh, eating bread, um, like all the, like, you know, carbs, complex carbs. Like I, I was just, I, I, I like spaghetti and all that stuff, pasta, like all that prison 
you know, food, I just eliminated it and threw it in the side of my plate and like just ate like mostly vegetables. And um, I did eat meats, uh, like mostly fish. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the diet I, I lived. And then I, I worked out uh, excessively. I was, at first it was extremely hard. Um, I started working out probably like five, 10 minutes and I was like, fuck this, this is way too hard. Uh, I gave up and and I had the time to just reflect and think and then just sit and being bored and just like be motivated, you know, by seeing other people work out. So I, I put my head down and just started going out to the yard and running and going back to my prison cell, doing dips, push-ups, all types of calisthenic exercises. In the beginning of my journey, like people would make fun of me because I was a big guy. They would call me Fat Forrest Gump or, you know, all these honey bun uh, jokes like sweet cheeks and shit like that. And I used to just like run around and stick my middle finger out to them and just keep going, you know? And I, I didn't, I was like just on a mindset of just getting in shape and I continue moving. Uh, and then, and then I kept doing it for a very, very long time. Uh, but I managed to lose 70 pounds in six months. And then I caught the eyes of other inmates. Um, there was one particular inmate named bus and he, was about 300 something pounds, um, really bad shape. But he came up to me and said he wanted to run with me. And, uh, and that same day we just like ran from like the prison yard has like light poles, uh, around it. So we were like running to one light pole and then walking to the next light pole, running to one light pole. And then we started, you know, uh, you know, kept going with that. So he was like, not my client, but like my friend that I was working out with. And then I, he brought two of his other friends. I brought another friend and it just became a camaraderie builder where I helped over 20 inmates who's over a thousand pounds combined. And I took that same like workout method um, and started doing it in the local parks here, uh, opened up a studio, have hired over 45 individuals now coming out of the prison system to teach fitness classes um, it's just, it's been a crazy journey. Well, when you were, when you were incarcerated, you, you began your fitness journey. You didn't have that base of fitness knowledge. You know, you didn't have a certification, uh, you know, you didn't have this kind of like thing, this, this body of experience you could pull from in your own fitness journey. So a lot of it was just stuff you were trying on yourself and seeing what worked. W are, were there any other resources? Were there other inmates who, who were working out, who you turned to for advice, anything like that? Yeah, so I was not always in, in bad shape for my whole life. Um, so I, as a kid, I was pretty active in sports. I played baseball, soccer, basketball, like pretty much every sport. I, I was pretty active. And then once I, you know, started hung, hanging out in the street, it was like I, I always dreamed of being, uh, you know, playing for the Yankees, but realized really quickly that I was not the best uh, player. Um, so I, I left that life alone and just hit the streets. And so... I knew how to work out and, and then, uh, and then it was not my first time incarcerated. I was, uh, incarcerated before I, I've, I did a year when I was 15. I did another year when I was 19. I did a, you know, a few more years when I was 23. So, um, it was, it, I, I was in shape before, uh, and knew how to work out. And I, and I did this program called shock. Uh, it's, a it's ran by like ex-Marines turned correctional officers. They, they beat the crap out of you. Like you're working out three hours a day. Um, you can't sit down at all the whole, like staying on your feet for 16 hours a day, you know? So like 
it was uh, a program that mostly through exercise. And I took that when I was 19, I took that, that same workout method and, and incorporated myself, you know, when I did this longer bid, um, and then also incorporated exercises that I learned from other inmates, uh, like my bunkie or, you know, people in the yard that's been in the yard for, you know, 10, 15 years, you know, working out. So, yeah. What kind of, let's talk a little bit more about, about the culture of, of working out in prison. I mean, the stereotype that I think a lot of people have is, you know, the, the bench press and, and hitting and hitting the weights and, and people in prison getting, getting really buff. We see that in movies all the time. I just watched Bill and Ted face the music and that's like the stereotype they play on in that, in that movie. That's obviously not everyone's experience and a lot it's not like every it's not like every prison facility has a super like nicely outfitted gym it's just you're making do with what you have so tell us a little bit more about about that and and the differences you saw and what you saw different inmates do with access to varying levels of equipment yeah i mean and i've been in like uh various jails and prisons and and there's places that have no equipment so like you create your your own equipment but I mean, what you see in the movies, like, you know, obviously we don't have like, you know, the nice, beautiful, like decked out weights, but they are guys that are just like, you know, they, there's, there was a one particular prison that I was in that they had a weight shack and you, you go into like this cage and they have the weights there. It's like old raggedy weights. You know, you, you basically like don't even have handles to hold the weights together. So you're like, you know, tying stuff to, to keep it in place. Um, but like people get big, like it, like people will work out and you'll see those big guys like lifting, you know, there was one guy that was like squatting 600 pounds, you know, like it, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, people use different type of stuff to, to make do like we were, we were, uh, making like water bag, uh, so basically we'll take like the, the 10 or uh, I forget the biggest like gallon bags of recycling, the water clear ones. Uh, we would take them from, you know, the staff and, and, and then we'll fill it up with water and then we'll tie that up and then we'll tie another bed sheet up and then we'll have a handle with uh, magazines. Uh, so we'll wrap magazines with bed sheets and that'll be our handle on them. We'll just like, you know, doing curls with that or you have like, bottles you know you you can have like pepsi bottles or whatever they sell in commissary they have like the two two liter ones you save those you tie those up and you have like you know five six gallons on the side and you taking a mop stick and you're bench pressing that you know so those get creative man like it's it's uh you know you got to make make work you know work with what you got we'll get back to that in just a moment but first another quick word from our sponsor transparent labs You know Hafthor Bjornsson, 2018 World's Strongest Man and one of the strongest human beings in history? Yep, he uses Transparent Labs to fuel his performance. Now, not everyone is a 6'9 Icelandic world record holder, and you probably don't eat 8,000 calories a day. But Transparent Labs has the goods for every strength athlete. Clinically effective doses, nothing artificial, and a label you can actually read. Now back to the conversation. When COVID-19 hit, we're both in New York City. Things went into lockdown. People didn't have access to, to gyms and people just started going crazy. They were like, well, what, how, do I, how do I work out at home? How do I find like make my own weights? How do I get weights? Everything was sold out. It seems like people should have, I mean, did you have people approaching you asking like, hey, what did you do 
what did you do in prison when you didn't have access to this equipment? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I just told them sign up for a class, you know, like <laughs> we were like teaching virtual classes nonstop. Like, even the first day they told us to shut down, like I right away turned to Zoom and was like, hey, here's the link, you know, where, where I'm going to run the classes from the studio. And, and the best part of it is that we never used any equipment um, in the studio. So the exact same product that they got in person, now they could just get it at home. And so it worked out perfectly for us to transition and pivot, you know, to that uh, mindset. But you know, there's a lot of stuff that you don't, you know, uh, that you just work with what you got, you know. And I feel like our body is, you know, our temple, and we we have everything we need within ourselves. What is take us through a normal con body class? I mean, everyone's there's going to be variations. Obviously, it's going to depend a lot on the instructor and 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 things like that. But what do what do we get when we when we come in and we do this you know prison style workout at a con body facility or even you know via Zoom if we're taking a virtual class? Yeah, it's just nonstop forty five minutes of just moving. Like uh, I'll start it off with like 12, uh, 10 minutes of cardio. Um, and just as a warm up, but right after the warm up, I'm like going right into the next strength, uh, strengthen exercise where I'm, you know, tackling the core. And then I, so I basically work from like the bottom to the top, uh, and just, it's nonstop, like 45 minutes, cardio strength training. Uh, and, and, and then we ended at the 40, 40 minute mark where we have like five minutes of stretching. Is it, is it all body weight? It's all body weight, all body weight. You know, sometimes you got, and sometimes it's a lot of burpees. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Burpees in prison? Was that part of your routine? Yeah, burpees, and then I had uh, went went squat thrusts, a lot of squat thrusts. I was doing a lot of squat thrusts, and then bodybuilders, which is like a squat thrust including a plank jump and a push up. So, yep. That I mean. Do you have any idea of how many burpees you did over your over your time incarcerated? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But are we they, talking like this? The hundreds of thousands or the millions is really my question. I have, but there was days that we were doing twelve hundred burpees. Twelve hundred burpees. Like, how would you split that up? Uh, so we'll do like fifty a set, and like we'll go back and forth. So we'll split it up. You know, like uh, we'll do like I don't know twenty something sets. Uh, so basically I'll knock out my 50 while somebody else is taking a break, they'll knock out their 50, 50, 50, 50. And so we'll have like three, you know, different groups and we'll just like, you know, 50, boom, 50, boom, 50, boom. And just going around, um, on a, on a triangle form. You say, you say 50 burpees, like it's like, it's just doing five pushups, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a little more, it's a little, for a lot of people that's like, they're like done. You know, fifty burpees and 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 they're done. So we were we were taking shit to like the next level and just like working out obsessively, like because you you just have the time, you know, to commit. And you know, you're seeing everybody else just sit around sometimes, and or you you know you you use the time to move around. So when when you were incarcerated, uh, or when anyone is incarcerated, you you obviously talked about like going out to the yard and like running laps or running from light pole to light pole as like a way to start when you were on that weight loss journey. What about people who might be confined to their cells, um, or you know, in in solitary confinement? Did you know uh, prisoners who were working out and trying to find things to do in solitary, or when they were restricted to a smaller space? Yeah, so I was in solitary. I. Um you know, I, I came up with the idea of combat while I was in solitary. And, and my, my story gets a little bit deeper there, but 
Yeah, I mean, that's, that's where I created the whole calm body routine, the exercises. I came up with a 90-day program there. I actually came out with a book, you know, called Calm Body uh, that, that I wrote basically in solitary and had and teamed up with a, a co-writer that helped me like construct it a little bit better. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, the whole workout that we've done is all designed for small constrained spaces. Uh, so, um, you know, just like a prison cell. So like right now, COVID time has been a, it's, you know, you know, it's been a blessing for us than a curse, um, you know, to, you know, I mean, it's a bad time for a lot of industries, but uh, we've been, you know, thankfully been able to to thrive because of the, the simple nature of what we were doing. Let's talk about the opportunities that, that you, you as a business have opened up for formerly incarcerated individuals. So I know that's a huge tenet of what Con Body is, is you hire instructors who are either coming out of prison or who were formerly incarcerated. How are you finding and, and connecting with those individuals? And you know, what is the process like someone comes out of, out of prison, they're interested in fitness. Are you finding them or are they finding you at this point? Right now, everybody's just finding us. I mean, like, I get jail mail from across the country, sometimes around the world. I get, I get like, sometimes we got like right now we had a DM from, I think somebody that was locked up in, and I, I think like somewhere in Europe, like he snuck in a phone uh, into the prison system to DM me on Instagram, you know, to, cause he wanted a job. But like, it's, it's just crazy. It's crazy. The amount of, you know, people that are, coming out and that want to get into this field, but also like they know the lack of opportunities out there for them uh, because of the discriminatory factors that one has to face when it comes out of the system is, is real. And so, you know, we, we have a whole, uh, it's, it's not an easy process to get, you know, through what we do. Um, I have people going through like a two and a half week, like internship, you know, deal uh, before they, they're, you know, ready to be on a part of the team. So that's, that's what we do basically. So some, for example, somebody that will come out of the prison system, you know, I've had people knock on our doors the next day and they're like, Hey, you know, I'm looking for a job. I've been training in the yard for like 10 years, you know, so I know how to work out. I'm like, do you have your personal trainers for vacation? They're like, no. I was like, well, you know, I, you need to get that first. Um, there was like, also, oh, how do I do that? Well, I have other organizations that will sponsor your, you know, personal training certifications, but you have to go through these programs. Uh, so I'll have them go like to two weeks, soft skills, hard skills, resume building workshop um, through one of our nonprofit organizations. Then they, they start working with us and we'll pay them a stipend uh, for two months. And then after two months, if they want to, you know, if they get their certification and they want to get on board, that's you know, how we onboard them. Are you, uh, when someone, new when a new instructor is is certified and comes onto the con body team are are they bringing like kind of their own twist to the workouts maybe things they were using in prison or or is it pretty much like you you are telling them like hey this is how a class this is how i exactly i want the class to run how much individualization is there oh uh, no they they get creative like i i'd like to i like to give them the creative factor and, uh, and the power to you know do what they do but i they they have to learn my routines and be able to deliver my routine first once they get through that then you know they review any type of workouts that they want to like you know experiment with like through me um or or one of my other trainers but uh <clears throat> i mean we we 
put hiring on on pause, unfortunately, right now through COVID. Um, but yeah, I mean, right now all the trainers that that on on our team they could get creative as much as they want, you know, and as long as they keep it high impact. And um, we we consider ourselves the hardest workout out there. So, what what do you think? Like, what feedback do you get from people the first time they take a con body class? Say, I, I'm sure it's a lot. I'm sure it's a lot of the range, a range. Most of them say, oh, shit, this shit was hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, they, they feel good afterwards. They feel like they, they accomplished something. Uh, I mean, the, the, fact, the fact is that you don't have to be, you know, a person that does 1,200 burpees a day to come to a con body class. Uh, my mom is 65 years old and she does calm body four times a week. And uh, it's basically trying to keep up with the instructor. So we'll, we'll set the bar really high. You know, you, you take as many breaks as you need. Uh, we will push you out of that break and not have you lay down <laughs> as much. Uh, there's people that just like give up and they want to stay on the floor. And I'm like, nope, get your ass fucking up. And so uh, we'll, we will push that body. Um, but everybody's very thankful once they go through the whole program and they feel like they're, they've accomplished something like really well. Now is, is con body something that people can use? Like, is do you encourage people to just only do con body or do you have people who are doing con body in addition to, you know, other realms of fitness that might be running a few times a week or, or doing traditional strength training or something like that? Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, there's people that jump around. Um, we're like partners with like, class pass and they, they allowed the individuals to take as many different classes as possible. Uh, but, um, I recommend stick with a routine, you know, and if you want to, you know, put some strength training and in, into your workouts, I, I, I feel like we deliver strength training through our workouts. Uh, but if you want to get, it depends what you want. Like if you want to be like Arnold, you know, you have to lift a thousand pounds, you know what I mean? So, um, but if you just want to lean, cut our body, and you want to be, you know, look good, um, you know, you can stick with us. Uh, there's people that like running. So I, we do do running classes as well. Uh, we incorporate running. Um, you know, if right now we've been incorporating running through our workout classes uh, outside in the park. Um, but yeah, I encourage a fitness and, and I even yoga as well, like uh, stretching classes, everything. For for folks that who might be listening to this, who might still be working out at home, they want to get a taste of how of some of the intense workouts that you might have been doing in prison that you might be also carrying over to Calm Body classes. Okay, I'm not going to ask anyone to do 1,200 burpees on this podcast, but what is like a workout that might be, have been something you did in prison that could be deceptively challenging and that would be a really good fitness challenge just for you know some of the folks listening to this podcast? Yeah, I, I so I was doing uh like my my push up routine. I, I do a twenty one down, twenty one up um, push ups. Uh, and it's just regular, you know, hands under the shoulders type of push ups, flat back. Uh, but um, I'll do I'll start off with twenty one push ups, stand up. I'll do some oblique side to side. That'll be my break, and then I'll do go right into twenty push ups, twenty oblique. So I'm, I'm basically standing up straight. I'm reaching down to the side of my knee. All right, and then engaging at that oblique area. Uh, and then I'm going down to 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, all the way down to zero. And then uh, I'm doing two sets of 21, and then I'm working myself back up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. So that, that's uh, 524 push-ups um, that I incorporated in my routine. So 
I would, you know, if, if you're not doing a lot of push-ups, I recommend just going straight down, 21 down, um, and, and try to do half of it. You know? What What is a, an elite time for, for, for that? So I, I do it in like 23 minutes. Five. <laughs> that is that that's that's certainly more push-ups than i've ever done in a day and like you'll see you see people who who will be able to rep out a set of like 100 push-ups and they'll, they'll feel real real good about themselves but the the gap between that and being able to do over 500 push-ups in a workout like in under a half hour it, it's just a whole other level of muscular endurance and ability with that movement that's insane. but you, you you'd be surprised you know like i, I put people through that test and and like they they're surprised how much pressure they could do, you know. If they, well, if, try. They, if they have someone pushing them, if they have someone yelling at them and like you know making them not rest. Yeah, there's also like my ten down routine, um, which is like doing ten push ups and then two doing ten gravity push ups. Gravity push ups are like putting your hands right up on your shoulder and just doing that ten times and then going back down to nine, eight, seven. But like doing your gravity push ups in between. They say if you do that you know, 10 down without any breaks, you're considered an athlete, you know, so. You you seem skeptical about that. You seem skeptical if that's the mark of an athlete. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Try it, Dave. Let me know. (laughs) So gravity push-ups, just to be clear, I'm like, so I do my regular push-ups and I get on my knees and I'm just doing, I'm just like raising my hands full extension overhead, right? Uh, So basically pop up to like a squat thrust. So you, you on your feet and then you, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then you're going back down. One, two, three, four, five. Your shoulders are gonna burn right up. So it's just a it's just a shoulder press without the weight, but it's just keeping that keeping that blood in into the, in the muscles, basically. I'm gonna have to try I'm gonna try that later today after this podcast, and I'm probably gonna hate you tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, you'll definitely fall out on your shoulders. So de- ten down to one. Okay, I can do that. Okay. I can I can I can attempt that. I can attempt that. For a guy who doesn't do a, enough body weight stuff, this is this is good. If you inspire one person on this podcast, it might be me. So I'll call that a, I'll call that an absolute win. It's success. How how big is Con Body now? I know you're based out of New York City, but you know, wh- how many studios do you have right now? You said you've hired over 40 trainers coming out of the prison system. Um, what is kind of the size of Con Body right now and where do you see that going over the next year? Yeah, right now we're just focused on like doing a lot of digital play. Um, we have one studio on the Lower East Side. Uh, we've done a lot of pop-ups in like Midtown, um, partnerships with Hotel in, in the UK. Um, so yeah, right now we're just really focused on the on the digital side of the business. Uh, we've trained today probably over 50,000 50, people now. That's fantastic. That's nice. absolutely fantastic. Including your mom who comes four times a week. Yeah. So that, that's the most important client. What is your mom like? She was my first client. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. that, that's something. If you can convince, like there's in, in fitness, there's always this like unspoken rule that family and, and fitness are kind of, are kind of separate. Like, yeah. I, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. Like you never talk about politics and religion at the dinner table. You never yeah. like talk about fitness at the dinner table, at least not in my, in my family. So that's, that is like the best mark of it being an accessible workout for everyone. If your mom's just coming back over and over again. Yeah, no, my mom is a beast though. Like she, uh, before, like when I get came out of the prison system, like I was like, came home, like just straight motivated, like crazy. I was working out like obsessively still. Uh, I mean, I work out like probably once a day now, but like before I was like working out three, four hours a day. 
Um, but she was, uh, she was like doing power walks and like doing Tai Chi with the, you know, I lived like not far from Chinatown, uh, in the Lower East Side. So she would like go to the park and be like, you know, following them. And I'm like, mom, you ain't doing shit with that shit. You know, like you, you, you want to really see a difference, like, you know, start working out with me. So, uh, she started doing it with me and she became like my, my number one advocate. You know, even today she's like rocking combat gear and stopping people on the train. You know what I mean? Like she's, she's, uh, and she inspires, like I get like these 20, 30 year olds that are coming to classes and they're dying. And I'm like, look at my fucking mom. She's nonstop. You know, um, you know, she, she now could do pull-ups, you know what I mean? Like she's a, she's a beast. That's uh, I mean, that's, that's one of the the best lives you can you can touch. In addition of of the fifty thousand plus, that's pretty that's pretty awesome. Cost, where's the best place for people to keep up to date with the work you're doing and with what's happening with with Con Body? Yeah, I mean the best place I think is Instagram. Um, you could just DM us at Con Body C O N B O D Y. Uh, you know, you know, check out our website. We're constantly doing a little bit of updates there. Uh, represent our gear. Right now we have a whole line of new merch, uh, which is very dope. Um, but yeah, I mean, hit us up on every platform if you want. We're on Twitter, Instagram, uh, mostly Facebook, you know, Snapchat, everything above. We're, we're doing like this whole TikTok campaign soon. So watch out for that. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us and giving some insight into, into your story and what you're doing these days. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you, man. 